The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. I got to tell you, Carver, hi. Uh, I was talking about it with uh, famous Seamus that uh, the best games uh, for me this weekend were, frankly, the TCU win in Austin and the Washington win at Oregon. I went for both of them, and I hit the old Miss spread as well. So uh, I love that TCU game better than any of yep. them because there wasn't anyone on the face of the earth that uh, thought they weren't going in there to have their first loss and that – they were getting seven and a half all week. Like, what an insult. I thought it was like a sucker play that they were just begging you to lay it and think that Texas was going to do the damage. Now, I had Texas the week before at K-State, and I told you they own them. They've owned them over the last 20 years like no other team. And they went in there and they won at Manhattan, and then everybody thought they were going to go home and just in front of 105,000 and kick TCU's ass. TCU is the real deal, 10-0, and 0, and they should be right where they are in the playoff poll tomorrow night. They should stay in the top four. They're badass. As long as they win, they are going to stay there, and we said it last week. I know that we were kind of in the minority on this. That was a very disrespectful line uh, to TCU with the way that they'd played to be seven-point dogs against a three-loss team uh, like Texas. It just did not make a mistake. Now, the thing that did surprise me was I thought there'd be a lot more points. Uh, I couldn't believe how low scoring the game was. In fact, we didn't get a touchdown until the second half. But finally, Kendry Miller goes 75 to the hizzy on ABC. Miller has a little crease, has a block on the edge. Look out, Kendry Miller in a foot race. They won't catch him. And the Frogs with the first touchdown tonight, 75 yards. I mean, they are no joke. Now, let me just hypothetically ask you, because I know we're not there yet, so fair enough. But if but if we were, would they play Georgia as it'd be one and four, two, three? Is that how they do it? Uh, yeah, if they stayed in the four slot, uh, they would. Georgia's going to stay in the one, uh, presumably, unless they lost to LSU in the SEC. So that's who they play. Or something like that. They, it, but, but, I mean, they could move into the three. You know, who... If they keep winning, you would think that they would jump the loser of the Ohio State-Michigan game. Right. So they could go into that three-hole uh, and be there. So they just need to keep winning, 
and they're going to be in the playoff. So if they, if let's say hypothetically Michigan loses to Ohio State, then it'd be yeah. Georgia one, Ohio State two, TCU three, and Michigan would be out. Tennessee would get back well, in, I'm guessing. And then uh, either way, if they played as a four, they would lose to Georgia. And if they play Ohio State as the two, three, I'd say they lose that game uh, as well. Probably. I just don't think they can beat either one of those teams. Although no. I actually think, in my opinion, that TCU can play with anybody, and I think they could beat Michigan. Yeah, look, I think that fourth spot is going to be tricky. Uh, we're going to talk about it in a moment. The Pac-12 did not do themselves any favors uh, over the weekend in terms of getting into the playoff, that's for sure. Uh, but I think that there's we could if that Ohio State-Michigan game is a classic, the loser of that game is probably going to be heads up with Tennessee maybe for that last spot uh, to see who they let in. So that's going to be very interesting. LSU still has some game in this, Scotty. Uh, they beat Arkansas 13-10 yeah. to 10 over the weekend. They are now in the title game. They are going to be in Atlanta to face Georgia in a few weeks. We welcome in all of our radio affiliates for El Coast to Coast on a Monday. Sirius 159 Sports Map Sports Byline. Uh, so that's great for LSU. They win out. And they beat Georgia. They're going to have a seat at the table. They'll be the first two-loss team, I think, to get in. Uh, you can't turn them away. Uh, you can't turn get, them away if they, if they wins, beat Georgia. You can't turn them away. They beat Georgia and Alabama uh, in the same year, and they win the SEC. You cannot turn them away. Here's after the game. Now, this kid, Scotty, Harold Perkins, was a machine for LSU on Saturday. He had four sacks. He was unbelievable. He's 18 years old. Here's Kelly afterwards saying... He was pretty sick, and he's so young, he didn't even remember the Jordan flu game when he tried to reference it to him. Here's Kelly. He's, uh, <clears throat> he got sick before the game. I threw up and, uh, as we were going into our team meal, uh, team meeting. And, uh, you know, I said, hey, you know, MJ threw up when he had his greatest game. And he said, who's MJ? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, I'm getting so old. But, uh, yeah, he's pretty special. <laughs> Listen, I'll tell you what, what would be crazier than this guy beating Georgia uh, and then winning a national championship at LSU in his first season there with two losses? I, I, why don't you go, why don't you go pull the, pull the Notre Dame faithful and see how they feel about it if that happens. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it could happen. It could happen. 1,000%. It's on the table. Uh, they are. They have just. Been, they are it. one of the teams that is still very much in the mix. Georgia beat Mississippi State forty-five to nineteen on Saturday Ugh. night. Uh, really not easy one. I lost them. That Alabama. Bet. Bama came back and beat Ole Miss. Didn't cover thirty to twenty-four. Uh, I thought Ole Miss was actually going to win the game at one point, but they just couldn't get the job done. But their so quarterback sucks. That that's their, the problem. Yes. Their quarterback Dort sucks. Yes. Dart, whatever. His he's name not is. good. He, he, Jackson Dart, uh, one of the all-time greats right there. Uh, when awful. we come back, we will discuss how the Pac-12, unfortunately for them, uh, they're down to basically one team that can make the playoff now, uh, and that's USC. We'll see how we got And they're not making it. No. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah. 
The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You know, uh, you can place a single first basket score or bet on any NBA game up to $25 risk-free. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. And you, too, could be styling like the big ticket. Look at him with that robe. He's got it all going on. Anyway, check it out. BetMGM.com. Get into a little single first basket score betting on NBA games. You'll dig it. There you go. All right, let's finish up the rest of this college. As we were saying, the Pac-12 was in a really good position. They had Oregon on the door knocking. They had UCLA, USC, even Utah was sitting 10th or 11th in the last college football playoff rankings. But, Scotty, as we know, sometimes those late nights on the Pac-12 on a Saturday, they can get the best of some of these teams first. Washington goes into Otson, into Eugene. They beat Oregon 37-34, to the final call on Fox. One last heave for Bo Nix. Feeling the rush again. Climbing the pocket and throwing incomplete. The Washington Huskies have upset Oregon. Look, uh, going into the game, we told you on this show, Michael Penix throws for 375 yards and two automatic touchdowns every single week, and he did it again. This guy went off in this football game. That's the reason why they won the game, because Penix is a badass, and everyone thought it was Bo Nix that would be the star, but it was Penix. Huge win for the Husky program, no doubt. I had him at 12. What a joke that line was in a rivalry game with a great quarterback. You can never give a great quarterback 12 points. I don't care where the game is. Yeah, and Oregon really uh, choked that game away late, Scotty. They had that fourth down that they went for deep in their own territory with the game tied. The kids slipped. Uh, you know, they Knicks got hurt for that one series, and the kid was in there. Uh, just a disastrous sequence for the Ducks, uh, and they're finished now. Uh, they can still play in the Pac-12 title game, but they're finished in terms of uh, the college football playoff. UCLA also finished in terms of the college football playoff. They got down early at home, 14 nothing to Arizona, tried to climb back in the game, gave up a late tutty. Here's the final call also on Fox. Thompson Robinson escapes DTR. Looking for the win. Oh, it was a diving attempt, but Bobo couldn't bring it in. And that 
Pasadena. The Wildcats bear down on the Bruins. I mean, I can't even tell you how happy I am that I didn't lay that 20 because I was this close to doing it and thinking that they were going to just kill Arizona at the Rose Bowl, and I didn't make the bet. Thank God, because they got their ass beat. I mean, for, you're down 14. You're you're screwed. Like, I, how about the pit game? They had two pick yeah. six hizzies in the first 15 seconds of the game. I said to Joe Ranieri on in-game live all access, I have never seen that before in my entire life. Two pick six hizzies in less than 15 seconds to start a football game. The game was over. It was 14 nothing. The game was over. And this is really a shame because before these losses, Pac-12 has two monster games this Saturday, Scotty. And if everybody just would have won, it would have basically been like a semifinal with the winners meeting in the Pac-12 title game and maybe having a claim to get into the playoff. But now that is not the case. USC will be at UCLA on Saturday night. Utah will be at Oregon late night, 1030 East kick. So... All four could still get in the title game, but really, Scotty, realistically, only USC with the one loss can make the playoff, and they have to go to Pasadena this week and then finish at home against the Irish next week. If they get through both of those games in the title game, I guess they would have a case, but will they get through those games, Scotty? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either, and I'll tell you another thing. Utah has been playing great football, and Rising has done a great job, but I have a hard time really believing that – Oregon will lose two in a row at Outson. I mean, losing one is one thing. Uh, you know, they rarely yeah. lose at that place. And then you're going to tell me they're going to lose back-to-back weeks at home at Outson. I don't care who they're playing. I still feel like sharp money will be on Oregon. Yeah, there's two things for me here. You said one of them. Losing back-to-back weeks at home, tough to do. And remember last year, they lost both games to Utah, and they didn't just lose those two games. They got embarrassed in those two games at Utah and in the Pac-12 title game. They gave up 38 points in both, didn't score. It was 38-10, 38-7 in both games. They have to have some kind of pride this week just for that, right? Say we finally got to beat these guys at something. So uh, two big games in the Pac-12. Notre Dame beat Navy 35-32. Crushed them in the first half, fell asleep in the second half, and didn't cover. Uh, That's pretty much how we could describe uh, that Notre Dame game, Scotty, is they just didn't They don't get up for bad teams. They don't. Uh, they do not. Uh, they got BC this week, and then they finish with that game uh, out in California against the Trojans we talked about. They better be State, careful no this problem. week. That team just pulled off a huge upset on Saturday. I mean, no one saw that coming. And they've been, like you said, sleepy, especially at home against bad teams. Marshall and Stanford uh, earlier this year. It's been a problem for them. Ohio State beat Indiana 56-14. Tennessee whacked Mizzou 66-24. Purdue beat Illinois, Scotty. So now uh, the right to lose to Michigan or Ohio State in the Big Ten title game is a mess on that Western side as Purdue, Illinois, Iowa, and Minnesota are all 4-3 and three in the Big Ten West. One of those teams will play the Michigan-Ohio State winner in the Big Ten title game. Well, look, Illinois season went down the drain, in my opinion, against Michigan State uh, when they had eight players suspended and they still went to Champaign and beat the Illini. And then to have Purdue come into Champaign and beat you, and they suck. You know, I've heard all I can take about Jeff Brom and O'Connell. They are not good. 
and uh, they're just average, right? And, you know, they blow games left and right, like the Syracuse game. But to see them go in and push around Illinois with one of the best defenses in the country and the best running back in the country, which no longer exists, their great defense is like a blown snot out of your nose. That's over with. And their uh, number one running game, that's over too. That's all over with now. Two weeks in a row. They have no juice left at all. I don't want to hear it. Illinois sucks. Back to sucking again. Back to normal. They play Michigan this week. Uh, Illinois, Michigan on the Big uh, Big Ten slate this Saturday, Scotty. Uh, We mentioned Kentucky losing earlier in the show when we were talking about Levis. 24-21, Vandy beat them. Clark Lee, very emotional after the game, Scotty. Uh, It was so emotional. We had so much emotion with Derek Carr. I couldn't do double emotion today on Coast to Coast. I'm sorry. It was enough with Derek Carr. I couldn't get Clark involved also. Michigan beat Nebraska 34-3. I love when they fall right on the number. What was that, 30-and-a-half, Scotty, the Michigan game? Was it 30-and-a-half yeah. against Nebraska on Saturday? Right on it. They covered. <laughs> right, right on the number, 34-3, to three, they cover. Clemson beat Louisville 31-16. Penn State shut out Maryland. UCF beat Tulane 38-31. Big win for the night, Scotty. Driver's seat for that group of five New Year's Six bowl berth now uh, for Gus Malzahn and the crew. Good win for them. I mean, uh are you kidding me? They went down there to Bourbon Street, and I didn't see that coming. I lost that bet. Uh, I was on Tulane, and I rode it, and they got smacked. They were down early. They never got back in that game. UCF kicked their ass. And I was very proud of North Carolina, 36-34, as I can now cash my Wake Forest under 8.5 win ticket as they got their fourth loss of the year against them. And North Carolina going to the ACC title game. They'll play Clemson. That's locked in. Look, I I think May's a a great quarterback, and he is only going to get better next year. He's had mammoth games this year, and that that game in Winston-Salem was another one. He just went off. So that's going to be great. North Carolina Clemson going to be a wild football game. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, for all back on Coast to Coast, we always like to check in with Matt Merchelle of the Orlando Sentinel, our national college football contributor on Sports Grid. 
So, Matt, good to see you again. I want to start with UCF with the game in uh, New Orleans. That was a huge win for the Knights to go on the road when everyone was talking up Tulane and they had Willie Fritz on ESPN and it was the biggest game in school history and uh, they're on Bourbon Street and, you know, they're only laying one and I fell for it. Uh, I was on Tulane. I had a really good Saturday, but not in that game. I was stunned when I uh, turned it on and they were down two touchdowns before you could spit. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone thought that was going to be that convincing of a win by UCF. I mean, especially when you think about they were kind of coming into this game with a little bit of quarterback controversy, you know, that they their starter, John Rice Plumbing had been out the last two games. They had Mikey Keene, their backup playing. John Rice comes back. He uh, takes over as a starting uh, role and really kind of dominated from the, from the start using his legs. Uh, I think he rushed for over 178 yards. Uh, and UCF just ran over Tulane. And that's something that Tulane hasn't really – they've done a really good job defensively containing teams on the ground. And UCF basically was able to run all over them. Um, if it weren't for a couple of late touchdowns, I think this game could have been even even more you know, swayed towards the UCF side of things. And now the Knights and Gus Malzahn, they, they kind of control their own destiny. You know, they, they got Navy this week, and then they got USF next week. They're in the driver's seat in the American Athletic Conference. You know, it comes to the championship game. So they could sit back. If they do their business, what they need to get done, they could sit back and wait for Tulane and Cincinnati to battle out that last game of the season and see which one of those two teams they end up facing here in Orlando. Well, I mean, uh, they're going to win both of those games, and you know it because Navy and South Florida both stink, and UCF doesn't. I do not see that happening. They're going to be in it one way or another. What did you think of the Horned Frogs, you know, spitting in everyone's eye after literally, I mean, they gave that game to Texas. If you would have, like, they had literally, they had game day there. They had Sarkeesian on. I mean, I'm surprised they didn't give him roses. I mean, they were so on Texas. Everyone was so on him. Even the sports books laid seven and a half to an undefeated 9-0 and team. And they went down there and beat them in Austin. To me, that was so impressive. Yeah, very impressive. You know, I know the college football uh, playoff selection committee had kind of hemmed and hawed about TCU's, you know, kind of their schedule and kind of how they didn't have really an impressive win, even though they'd beaten, you know, four ranked teams at the time. But you look at this game, to me, this is the the signature win that they needed, you know, to really kind of lay out uh, an impression on that group. I mean, they were able to come out and be solid on defense, at least in the first half. You know, it was a kind of a one of those kind of slog type games where, you know, there was a three nothing at halftime really didn't look like it was going to be much of anything. Second half, they were able to take care of business with Texas. Uh, you know, Max Duggins again is able to kind of, you know, lead the offense and get what they need to do. They find a way to survive these games and they continue to move on. And I think that's the, that's the trademark of what Sonny Dykes, you know, as the TCU coach, what he's been able to do with this team. And uh, it's been very impressive to me. Now they're in the big 12 championship. Now they can sit back and kind of handle the business they need to do went out the last two games, win their conference championship game, and you should be right there in the mix for this for the playoff run. So they play Iowa State uh, next Saturday, but the game's in, in Fort Worth, and that's five ranked teams they beat this year. I don't want to hear it. I, I don't want to hear any more of this bullshack about they didn't like that. You know, I, I got to tell you, I, I feel like I'm dealing with idiots. Like when I, this, this uh, 
poll group or whatever you want to call them, committee, whoever comes up with these rankings, where do they find these people? I mean, honestly, because how can you sit there and win five games against ranked teams and they're questioning their schedule and who they played and who they beat? You've got to be effing kidding me. Yeah, I know. I think what they did is they looked at these games and they realized that TCU had to come back in each one of them. You know, they had to come back in the second half to win these games. So what? I don't care. That's what I said. I don't care. I don't care if you have to come. As long as you won the game at the very end, you got the win. So, I mean, I, you know, listen, is it is it Georgia-like? No, not in some ways. But they're, they've managed to do what they needed to do. And, you know, I think it's more impressive at times if you fall behind early on and you find a way to kind of come back in the second half to win those games, especially the way they've done it against that schedule. So, to me, I think they're, they're a solid 14, you know, 14 going in here. I think even, you know, as much as Michigan's look good, you know, I think TCU could make the case to be number three this week if it really wanted to, but I don't think they'll be at that spot because I think the Big Ten always gets a little bit of a bigger nudge than the Big 12. But again, I'm impressed with what's the job that Sonny Dykes has done. I think it's uh, ridiculous. I think the whole thing is ridiculous. What did you think of Kansas State going to Waco and holding Baylor to three points and putting 31 on them? I almost fell over. I mean, they went in there. That is the end of Baylor's football season right there. It ended right there. Yeah, I mean, Kansas State to me has been impressive. And we talked about the Big 12 as a whole this year has really done a great job. You look at, you know, TCU, you look at Kansas State, you look at, you know, the job that Kansas did early on. I mean, you've seen some teams really kind of step up. And, you know, Kansas State to me has been one of those teams. I mean, what a job they've been able to do. Uh, You know, and this is with a team that really, you know, their, their quarterback has been banged up. They've been on the number two, number three guy at times. They still find a way to win these type of games. And it's a huge win to go on the road, especially in Waco, which is a tough place to play, tough place to win at. Do it as impressively as they have. I mean, that says a lot to me about the job they're at. And they're they're still right there in the mix when you talk about the Big 12 championship. Well, we already saw Georgia roll, Mississippi State, Ohio State roll, Indiana, Michigan wins big, yada, yada. So I have to ask you, what in the Sam hell happened at the University of Virginia, what is going on when some kid that played football there came back and started killing football players today? What in God's name happened there? Yeah, just a really sad story came out Sunday night. You know, a former you know Virginia player, uh, uh, Chris Jones, who uh, apparently uh, was the the had shot uh, five people, three of them dead. Uh, three of them were current football players. I guess well, the details we're getting from that, it happened uh, on a bus coming back from a field trip um, and just, just shock. I mean, you never like to see this, this shocking and, and just terrible tragedy that happened there. Um, you know, everybody I think has, has, has reached out and, and talked to, you know, given their support and their prayers and thoughts about this um, just an unbelievable tragedy. And, and I, it's, it's going to take some time, I'm sure for this program and Tony Elliott, he's a first year coach. I mean, you've already had a challenging season on the field. Now this happens. It's 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 really going to kind of define, uh, in a lot of ways, what you know what, what happens to you as you move forward. Um, my guess is that is, is the rest of the season. Obviously, they were having a bad season, so it doesn't really matter at this point. But um, th- they'll be probably not play at least the next couple. I wouldn't imagine they would play the next couple of games, but at this point, it doesn't even matter. What, what now? Explain to me because I'm not familiar with it. So how did this kid? Was he on this bus with these other players? How did he get near these people and start killing them? 
Yeah, you know, I'm I'm a hundred percent sure on that. They're still trying to figure that out. You know, um, it was a field trip that apparently they took to uh, a play, I guess, in Washington D.C. and they were coming back. They were in a parking garage. Um, I know from what I've heard from one of the ports is that uh, two of the victims were on the bus. They were they were obviously taking part in this field trip. Uh, I'm I, again, this is just. Uh, I think as more details come out, we get more what's going on. I think we'll find out what what happened. But um, just again, just an awful, awful situation. And, and uh, um, I, I'm sure the, the community is just reeling from this right now. I just don't even understand it uh, in, at all. I just can't comprehend what happened there. It's just an ugly mess. What did you think of Arizona ruining UCLA season? Their season just went down the toilet. Yeah, I mean that it was a, it was a really weird weekend in the Pac-12. You saw Arizona what they were able to do to UCLA. I mean, I I I thought UCLA a couple of weeks ago was was playing some really good football, um, you know, and then you, you see a performance like that where Arizona just came out of nowhere really and kind of uh, in a sense ruined their season in a way that you know again they could still play for the Pac-12 championship, but you know you're probably much out of the 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 realm of trying to play for the the college football playoffs. So. Um, you tie that along with going on what happened with Oregon and Washington, um, and the Pac-12 really kind of took it on the chin this weekend, leaving really kind of USC as, as the biggest chance maybe to get in the playoffs. So um, you have a lot of talented teams in the Pac-12 this year. This is kind of what we've seen over the last couple of years is these teams end up knocking each other around, and it really kind of hurts their chances for the big picture-wise. But, I mean, to me, Chip Kelly, I mean, going forward, he's going to also have to get this team back because they got to face USC down the road in a couple of weeks, and that's a game that I think everyone's got circled that could really kind of play have playoff implications. How is Will Levis uh, considered the top quarterback on the board in the NFL with the pathetic performance that I saw on Saturday against Vanderbilt. He threw for 109 yards. My daughter just threw for 109 yards in the last five minutes in my front yard with a Nerf football. How is that kid the number one quarterback? What is he doing to get this type of attention? I mean, I don't see it at all. Yeah. It's been it's been a struggle. I mean, you know, and I think you know that's really started to wonder what's going on with Kentucky's offense as a whole. You know, I mean, I, I think they're struggling to come up with some of the plays that they're calling. Um, you know, you, you heard uh, Mark Stoops talk after the game, kind of hinted a little bit that maybe some changes will be coming down the road. I think obviously they've changed offensive coordinators. I think two or three times over the last five or six years. Um, but yeah, Will Levis, I mean, that's a performance that you want to take that tape out in the backyard and you want to bury it deep, deep down because you don't want anyone to see that. And it'll be interesting to see in the next couple of weeks, if he can kind of bounce back for that and still get that kind of, you know, and keep his status where it was when you talk about NFL draft projections, because after that, I, I don't think a lot of people will, will, will think that way, uh, especially considering he's kind of struggled over the last couple of weeks. I mean, unbelievable. All right, my man, Matt, good to see you. Thanks so much. Uh, we'll check in again real soon. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all 
all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Make sure you join us a week from today on November 21st for a special coast-to-coast four-hour blowout, and it's the first U.S. home, uh, or rather game and cutter at the World Cup against Wales. So it's their first match in a World Cup, and they haven't played in it in eight years, so it's going to be ripping. We're on 2-6 to six Eastern and 11 a.m. to 3 Pacific time on SportsGrid TV, across the board on all of our carriers, also on Sirius 159, on Sports Map, Sports Byline. Join us on the 21st, a week from today, 2 to 6, for our World Cup Coast to Coast special. Carver High and I will be in studio in Pharrell Adel at the SportsGrid Network headquarters. Looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm starting to feel it now, Scotty. It's here. Uh, less than a week away. Sunday morning, you get that Cutter-Ecuador game to kind of get the juices flowing over there for the World Cup. I just realized, like, even Thanksgiving morning, like, for, you can really forget the family. You got three NFL games starting at 1230. You got 5 a.m., 8 a.m., 11 a.m. World Cup soccer uh, on Thanksgiving morning. And, of course, the massive... Uh, Black Friday game between the United States and England, which also uh, there'll be plenty of great coverage here on Sports Grid for that too, uh, on that day. So it's here. I'm pumped, Scotty. I'm real. I'm now it's here. I'm ready. Let's fly. Baby. Yeah, me Next too. Monday, I'm in. Uh, we got a lot to do. Not a lot of time to do it. NBA. Couple of things from last night and the weekend. Lakers beat the Nets 116-103. I believe you called this uh, a a paycheck game. For the Nets, after they beat the Clippers on Saturday, Anthony Davis stuffing it down on Spectrum Sports. All the way, Reeves hangs in the air, gets fortunate. Look at this hook pass out for Beverly. In low to Davis. Pat Bev with the quick pass. The entry and AD throws it down. Man, was that game ugly. I watched it. I could only take three quarters of it. I was like, I mean, you talk about a paycheck game. They just absolutely weren't even trying. No. It was like we went out to L.A., we had to play two games at the Crypto, we got one of them, uh, we don't care if we get the other one. Uh, that's for I hate sure. that. That's how last I, night I, It makes me sick. It's a major problem with the NBA because you don't see it uh, anywhere else, and, and that is where you see it, uh, and it's an issue. The Kings beat the Warriors last night, 122 to 115. What is going on with the Warriors? Here's Steph Curry after the game. I mean, he's stunned. We just lost to the Kings. He can't believe it. Uh, it's tough. Um, <laughs> you kind of <clears throat> convince yourself you could be probably 500 with the way the games have gone. <clears throat> Excuse me. But uh, we're 0-7. Shown, we had showed a lot more life tonight, a little bit more consistency of 
you know, trying to maintain the momentum in the game. Just got to right. uh, keep figuring it out in terms of trying to put together a complete game, knowing that other team is, you know, going to feed off their home crowd, going to probably play better than you expect. And we got to meet that intensity, especially on the defensive end. But uh, it's pretty disappointing to be 0-7 for sure. Yeah, what? so they're 0-7 on the road. All I know is this. Uh, tonight they're laying 7.5 against the Spurs, and they'll probably uh, figure out their problems. M- my guess is this, it, it just, just a guess. They've never been the same since uh, Draymond Green uh, haymakered Poole in the face uh, and knocked him out. I mean, uh, they have never, ever been the same since that punch. I don't care what anybody says. Poole has played like crap. And the only reason he's uh, even content at all is because they just gave him and Wiggins a big bag of money. So they're not going anywhere. And Draymond Green is starting to get long in the tooth, whether you've realized that or not. And he's the one that'll be going. At the end of the day, he's going to be the one they're going to get rid of. They're not getting rid of those young stars and Wiggins and Poole. But they are not showing up for games. And they are terrible on the road. The record is unbelievable. This is like the Rams. How do you win another championship, your fourth championship, and you can't win a game? I mean, it's unbelievable. They are five and eight, zero oh and seven on the road, five and one at home uh, at the Chase. So complete uh, mail-ins uh, on the road for the Warriors so far this year. I mean, Kerr told you the night before the season, we're, we're you know first couple months gonna be real tough for us. Uh, we got a lot of guys who. Uh, you know, they got to really ease into the season. They just don't care. Now, right? They don't care. And, and look, I guess the one difference between them doing it and the Rams is, in the NFL, you know, you only got so many games. You know, your season gets over with real fast. The Warriors can screw around for two months uh, and still make the playoffs and probably play like the Warriors when we get into March, April, yeah. and May. You know, that's that's the one difference that the NBA has. You could take I hope season not. off. Uh, I hope not, too. Uh, Thunder beat the Knicks 145-135 uh, yesterday. Uh, defense optional at the I Garden mean, you got to be after. kidding me, that game. <laughs> defense optional uh, at the Garden on Sunday afternoon. Nobody knew it was happening because it was during the NFL game. But you saw that score later. You're like, wow. Knicks scored 135 watching. points, and they lost by 10. T-Wolves beat the Cavs by 5. Wizards beat the Grizz. The Sixers beat the Jazz 105-98. JoJo had 59 in that game, Scotty. So a big night for JoJo Embiid. Uh, My buddy went to that one. But but the game that you mentioned that you're not, you just blew right through it, and that's why no one noticed, was that the T-Wolves shredded the Cavs, who are one of the best teams in the NBA this year so far, and the T-Wolves have been horrible, and they kicked their ass on Sunday. you got to be kidding me. Uh, it is amazing how out of nowhere that stuff can happen. Nuggets beat the Bulls by 20. Uh, and on Saturday night, Luka went nuts against Portland. Tatum went nuts. Uh, Celtics won their sixth straight. He had 43 on Saturday night. Uh, he terminate the relationship with the FTX. Uh, they, got, they got a lot of problems right now. That's because uh, that guy stole $11 billion. And he should be in correct. prison already. What are they doing with this guy down in the Bahamas? Ring him up. Just he, ring him up and yank his ass back here and put him in jail for the rest of his life. Mr. Genius out of, Crypto, uh, huh? 
Mr. Yeah. Bitcoin. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Boy, and look at all yeah. the umpires wearing FTX all year on their uniforms. <laughs> How about the roof of the Miami arena? Everyone and their brother was in bed with this guy and this FTX. Tom Brady, Giselle, who wasn't humiliated? Everyone lost all their money, $11 billion. That is crazy. Unbelievable. Uh, let's get into tonight. We got a lot of action here. The Raptors are in Detroit against the Pistons. This is now Raptors minus four and a half. 218 and a half is the total. Yeah, I don't think Cunningham's going in this game. So I really, I don't like the Pistons' chances without him on the floor. I don't care who they got, Bay or otherwise. The Raptors are better. Uh, Charlotte is in Orlando tonight. I did just see this. No Bancaro uh, again for Orlando here. So Charlotte minus one and a half on the streets in Orlando. Funny, uh, the Magic have won two in a row without him. So I say they go for three in a row tonight because the Hornets suck. Now, let me tell you something. They are better with Melo, but he's the only guy on the yeah. whole team. Only guy. Uh, only guy. Thunder off of that win at the Garden. Now go up to Boston to play the Celtics tonight. Celtics minus 11 and a half here against the Thunder. Well, listen, I was at the window today, I will admit, and I heard a line of people betting on the Celtics left and right. Everyone and their brother was betting on wow. the uh, Celtics. You even heard Seamus say it. Like, I asked him, I'm like, yep. how many people are on the Thunder in the 12 after they put up 145 yesterday at MSG in New York City? And now they got to play at the Garden in Boston. Everybody and their brothers on, on Boston. I got to tell you, that young Thunder team is no joke. They got a lot of talent, and they can run and score with anybody. A lot of people think that when you put up 145, you're dead tired and everything else. Or you look at it realistically like they were just running and having fun, and they're young, and they just lit it up. They lit the Knicks up, and it was fun. A young team. It's not like they got like old veterans that are got to come out for a second night. Right. Back it's to too back. many points guy, for me. You think that guy Giddy's going to be tired tonight? Uh, the way that he was rolling all He's over the He's a badass. He's, I mean, come on. Jay Gilgis and Giddy are badass. <laughs> I like the number. I like him. Suns are in Miami against the Heat. Heat minus one and a half. I, I don't think the Suns have played well on the East Coast. Okay. So I kind of am on the Heat tonight. Uh, the Clippers, I feel like the Clippers have played the Rockets at least seven times already this year. This will They're be the in fourth Houston game. <laughs> in Houston already again tonight, minus five and a half for the Clips. Listen, the last time they beat them by eight at Houston. So yeah. I got to be honest, I have my druthers whether they can cover five and a hook. Hawks in Milwaukee, Bucks minus four and a half, big 225 and a half total. Yeah, you know, I've heard Giannis is game time and, and Holiday's out. They yeah. could play with the popcorn guy and beat the Hawks. And finally, the Warriors are at home tonight, so that means they'll probably win. They're not on the road. The Spurs come into town. This is now eight and a half for the Warriors. Yeah, they're going to take it out on the Spurs tonight. They got all kinds yeah, of problems, I, and the Spurs ain't one of them. I, I got a feeling that that's going to be a rough spot for San Antonio tonight uh, out at the chase against the Warriors. That could look, that could be an ugly, like, you know, 130 to 95 type of game tonight where just Curry hits seven or eight threes. And well, they the owe their fans. They look so terrible. They owe them. Uh, they have. 
No, no question. Uh, no question about that. All right. Hockey. Hockey. hockey uh, now, hockey. Uh, over the weekend, couple of things. Tampa beat the Caps after losing to them on Friday. Sharks beat the Wild in a shootout. Bruins beat the Canucks. Let's get into tonight. Rangers beat Arizona also. There's already a game underway, Scotty. This was an early face-off because they're doing all the Hockey Hall of Fame stuff tonight up in Canada. Islanders and the Sens already dropped the puck. Scoreless 13 minutes left in the first period. That was a 5:30 faceoff. Yeah, I'm on the Islanders here. The Senators suck, and the Islanders are good, and the Islanders have to win this game. I don't care what time they drop the effing puck. Uh, I agree with you. They need to beat Ottawa. I think they've beaten them nine of their last ten as well. Kings are in Calgary against the Flames. Flames minus 175. They've had a hard time holding leads. Kings plus a buck 45. Yeah, I like the Flames at home tonight with Kadri, but I wouldn't mind that goal and a half at minus about 75. Not the worst idea in the world. The Kings are usually in games. Carolina is in Chicago against the Blackhawks. Big road favorites. Heavy lumber, minus 225, plus a buck 80 for Chicago. Yeah, I kind of like the Canes to win that by two or more. And finally tonight, the Blues are in Colorado against the Avalanche. Minus 190 for the Avs. Blues plus a buck 55. Yeah, I don't really want to um, pay that price. So, I mean, I, I'll take the goal and a half with the Blues in that game because they hate each other. And usually when their teams cannot stand one another, it's usually, for the most part, a good game. And a good game to me is a one-goal game. You give me that goal and a half, I might, I might buy it. Uh, there are several hundred college basketball games tonight. I know Butler plays Penn State, Baylor. Everybody's laying big wood. Tomorrow, Scotty, Champions Classic, Kentucky, Michigan State, Duke, and Kansas. We'll have that teed up for you tomorrow on Coast to Coast. Well, listen, uh, the one game I like tonight is Illinois. If they don't blow Monmouth out by 40, something's wrong with the Earth's axis. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, for Ella finish time, the Marlins promote Caroline O'Connor to team president in a historic hire. The president and the GM are both women in Miami. That's heady stuff. Tony Finau wins the Houston Open. Alex Pereira upset the style bender, Adesanya. 
He was dominating for four rounds and then got beat in the fifth with a TKO. Dustin Poirier beats Michael Chandler with a third-round submission. The diamond is a badass. Uh, Zhang Wiley wins. She beat uh, Esparza. Anthony Rumble Johnson dies at 38 after a long illness. That's awful. Ex-Virginia football player Chris Jones, as we talked about with Matt Marcel in custody for killing three active players, Devin Chandler, Lavelle Davis Jr., and Deshaun Perry, all deceased now after being shot by Jones. It's inexplicable what the hell happened there. What a horrible story. Two others seriously injured. A sex offender gets life in prison for the Susie Zaus murder. Former Mizzou Hoops player Jet Frost kills himself and his wife in a murder-suicide. Babe Ruth baseball glove sells at auction for $1.5 million. Georgia man busted for running a dog-fighting ring. Gee, they have dog-fighting rings in the Deep South? Come on. California child molester gets sentenced to 610 years in prison. I mean, that is when you know you are having a bad day. Study warns sex could trigger life-threatening asthma attacks. I'm just, that is awful. Homeless man in Austin accuses uh, the neighbors uh, have said that he has been walking around threatening them at night with a chainsaw. We got the chainsaw massacre dude living in the neighborhood. What is going on there? GTD is next. Go to PharrellOnTheBench.com for all my action tonight in every sport across the board. I'll see you tomorrow on Coast to Coast at 3 Eastern. Have a great night, everybody. Good night. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.